everybody. I hope you all are in a great mood today. Um, I'm not. I'm just faking it. <laughs> uh, woke up this morning just not feeling myself, but it's okay. I'm going to take this day one step at a time. And um, what do they say? Fake it till you make it. Um, instead, I'm just going to pray about it. And um, I thought, what better way to um, get through my day than maybe to come and uh, share my thoughts with you guys. Um, so the, the thought that had come to me and a question that a lot of people have is, how do you know when fear is running your life? And I don't think really saying that fear runs your life is really the right words. But I, I'm struggling to come up today with the right words to say. I do that sometimes with this, my struggles that I have. Um, but the best way that I can put it into words is that I don't think fear runs your life. But I do think that fear consumes your thoughts. And then when it consumes your thoughts, that runs over into your decisions you make. And then from your decisions, it runs into your actions. So I think fear is really a process. It's like a seed that you plant and then your mind throws your fertilizer and water on it. It starts out to be something small, but then it can escalate into something so big. I also think that there are those out there that have had such traumatic events or experiences in their life that their subconscious mind just plunges them into a pit of fear at that first trigger of a danger that may relate to uh, that traumatic event or something around that event. Um, it's just that trigger is just the body's defense mechanism. It, they just automatically controls it for you. Um, my Myself, I experienced both kinds of these episodes, as I call them. I have moments where um, a thought will come into my mind. And it's almost like, you know, that thought where you feed it and feed it until it becomes big. And it does. But then I also have those moments that there are words. They're, they're, I call tr they're triggers. And in the world of triggers, it's there's something like words. There's, let's see, there could be music. There could be a smell. There could be a place, a time of day, anything that can kind of trigger your body and make you feel threatened all of a sudden, like you are back in that traumatic event that you're at. Um, I've also struggled this with, with dreams. Um, you know, at night your dreams, um, you don't have as much control over them. And a lot of your fears and stuff will come out into your dreams. And it makes it hard to sleep and to concentrate. And this is your body's automatic uh, defense mechanism. And so when I get into these episodes or 
uh, these thoughts that just kind of escalate, it's really hard to get my mind to calm down um, because it starts racing from one thing to another. I, I get really focused on one thing. I don't know if it's the ADD I have, um, but fear is very hard for me with my ADD because I get super hyper-focused on it. Uh, or get super focused on a thought and it's very hard to concentrate and to slow my mind down and switch it. Um, so when I first started having these panic episodes, my family would say to me, Carrie, you just, you just need to get a hold of yourself. And every time that happened, it just brought another wave of panic over me and it made me feel very alone. Because getting a hold of myself is the problem. It is the absolute problem. I feel so out of control that the more I try to get in control, the worse I become. Let me say that again. I feel so out of control that the more I try to get in control, the worse I become. Because, you see, it's more than me trying to control my emotions. It's that knee-jerk response that my body just automatically plunges into at the sign of a trigger. And sometimes I think trying to figure out the trigger is just as hard as calming my body down. So a lot of times I have to slow down and I have to ask myself, not only what is it that I fear, well, I have to ask myself, okay, what is, what is danger in your mind right now? What is the danger that you are trying to, that you think is around you? And I have to really try my hardest to narrow in on that. And it's so hard when you are, your emotions are overtaking everything. Most importantly, I'll ask myself, you know, what is it that's happened in the last maybe 24 hours that has your body just kicked into this defense, defensive place. And so I've got to tell you about something that happened to me yesterday. And it had altered my mood. And instead of it being just one thing that triggered me a panic response, it was more than that. It was more than one thing. And I felt defeated and useless at the end of it. Um, and I wrote this before, which is amazing that I wrote this long before I had this podcast. And so I'm really excited to share the, the ending of this podcast with you. Um, so when I wrote this um, the day before, somebody I had, was, was telling somebody about my blog and my website, and I just got them up and running. My excitement had me running around with smiles for weeks. Like I was on a high that I hadn't had in a, so long. I was so excited, and I just felt like I was in God's will, and I was doing exactly where He wanted me. And every day I was feeling more excited and just so blessed that God gave me this book to write and even started being thankful for the circumstances that he put me in 
um, that resulted in it. And I had this conversation with this person, and I'm going to call this person Mo. And I was telling Mo all about it, and he's like, well, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? Because really, podcasts are more popular than blogs are right now. And I know that Mo wasn't trying to downplay like all that I had done and everything that I was doing. But and he was just trying to encourage me, I think, to move forward and to be successful. And then he continued to say, you know, I can see you sitting around talking freely about mental health and thinking. And I think a lot of people would really listen to it. And Mo was just, again, he was encouraging me. But in the back of my mind, I felt this overwhelming letdown. I don't know if it was a letdown, if it was maybe a pressure. I had a hard time pinpointing it. But all of a sudden, I just felt defeated. Y'all, it took me two weeks to get my website together because of the way my my um, mind works sometimes with my autoimmune disorders, it takes me, sometimes it takes me a long time to get something accomplished and to get my mind to uh, focus. And it took me two weeks to create a Facebook page. And then it took me even more time to do like an Instagram page with a support page. And I'm still trying to figure out, I was still trying to figure out how to get them all connected, trying to decide, you know, like, what is this one good for? Why would I do this? What, you know, trying to figure out which avenues to best get out there because I don't have the money to go out and buy advertisement, you know, and I was having a lot of trouble already managing them. And I think I was just feeling really overwhelmed with all of that. But my mood went from living on this joyful note and high because I was so proud of just the progress that I had made in the last month, let alone it took me so long to get that book written and published and out there. All of a sudden, I just, I became unsure if I was even doing the right thing. Like, did I just waste a month of my life and all that focus and energy on an avenue of writing a blog that is just a dying source. And the agonizing moments it took me of learning to make these pages and websites, like I was going, is this all for nothing? Did I do all of this for absolutely nothing? Nobody's going to see it. Nobody's going to pay attention to it. And I'm going to have to start all over again. Because at that point, I was kind of proud of myself for sticking to my guns and pushing through. And now I didn't, I was feeling overwhelmed and defeated. And then after that afternoon, after I went through that, I made a post on support group that I had started and I had some members and I got no response from nobody. I was pretty much instantly defeated. And I was like, okay, again, what's the point? 
this is never going to reach anyone, no one really cares, and I'm wasting my time. The thoughts, like I already had that trigger defense mechanism, like danger, danger, but then my thoughts came and they kept coming and coming and coming until I was on a train literally going in circles. All it kept saying was, this is a waste of time. You're not getting anywhere with this. You shouldn't have done this. This wasn't the right avenue. You're not capable of doing this. And the more I did it, the cortisol started flowing in my veins and I became so alert. Everything in my mind, I started, was catching my attention and I was just overwhelmed with my mind racing. I was to the point now where instead of this being such a joyful, calming experience, I was on this horrible train. And all I know is that I needed to get off this train to get some peace. So with that being said, I had to do what I call a lot of self-talk. I had to start telling myself, you know what, it's going to be okay. And then I started thinking about some of the other authors out there who didn't get noticed in their first year of publishing a book. Uh, when I got looking at those that had the most Amazon reviews, they didn't just write one book. They had wrote like 18 books before they, before they became that popular. And I didn't even hear about, I still haven't heard about some of these people. It took them so many books and it took a lot of time for them to get where they were. Most importantly, I needed to slow down and I needed to let God do it instead of me. There were so many things out there that are out of my control. Like starting a podcast and getting views on my blog post. Those are things out of my control. I can put them out there. But God is the one that has to work in the hearts of the people to lead them there. And I had to really, really not just know this, but y'all, I had to believe this to the depths of my soul. Because it's one thing to know something, and it's another thing to believe in something. And let me say that again. It is one thing to know the truth or know something, but it is totally different when you absolutely believe that it's true. I had to believe deep down that God was in control. I had to believe that the train that I was riding was a destination to nowhere. My racing thoughts was just a circle on a train going around and around. But I had to believe that God, God had this plane for me. And if I got on his plane, he is going to take me to heights. And he's going to take me to the sights that I've never seen. And he's all going to do it slowly easily. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to relax. I'm going to live in peace. And I'm going to sit back and let God just take me for the ride. All I have to do is be obedient. I needed to believe it. 
And belief is the first part of obedience. Believe that he can do this. And then I remembered a couple of verses that just, it filled me with hope. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. You see, God has great thoughts towards us, towards me. He has thoughts of us to be living in peace and not in evil. And I think that living on that that circle of chaos is evil. I do not believe it's of peace. But he also has an expected end for us. That's a positive experience. And something good will come out of our effort. Because in Romans, he also says, all things work together for good to them that love God. And I know that I love God. And I know that God has been so good to me and I just want others to feel that and I want them to know that they're not alone. So how do I know when fear is planting its seed? So for me, it's when I'm on that train of thought. When that train comes and instead of watching it go by, I am jumping on it and I'm letting my thoughts go. Another is when something event, something happens that triggers my body into an automatic response. And I'm all of a sudden thrown on that train and I'm going down the tracks wide open and then I'm realizing where I'm at. And the best thing that I can do is first and foremost is to recognize where I'm at. Not to beat myself up for it, not to yell at myself, not to think of myself as a failure, but to kindly just say, hey, here we are. It's all good. This is a normal part of life, getting on this train because we all do it. But commend yourself for it. Commend yourself for recognizing it, being like, you know what, Carrie, good job for recognizing where you are before you got any further. And Let's find out what the truth is about these thoughts you're having so you can get off the train. Truth, a big part of those thoughts is what about your thoughts are actually true? Because you see, truth will set you free. And the thing is, is I'm definitely going to be riding that train a whole lot more today. Some days I ride it constantly. Over and over and over again. Other days, I may get on it once or twice. But the more I practice and the more I try, the more it's easier to get off that train. I can do it with care. Care for myself. Care for my situation. Care for my state of mind that I'm in. I can encourage myself with kind words, but also I can be there to support others and be kind to them as they're going through it. And then before I know it, I will be concentrating on what is before me, what I can see in front of me, and 
what is the actual truth of what's going on. The last verse I leave with you is John 8, 31, 32. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I hope y'all have a blessed day. Thank you.